0: Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your avodas Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantov table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Welcome to the Vilna Goens Ha'aris on Haggadah Shal Pesach, and I'm using the Gra and his Talmudim's uh, Haggadah, which in the introduction written by Menachem Mendel Misakalov, the famous uh, Talmud of. Um, of the Vilnagon, who learned under him, he writes that the only things I wrote in this and h- at least the version that he wrote, um, are things that I heard literally from his mouth and I don't believe them to be published anywhere. So some of the Ha'aras uh, in this Haggadah of the groh and the Talmudim are put together from other places, but I will try to mention whenever it's coming from Rev. Mendel of Suklov, uh, specifically, you know, more clearly that the source. The Groh has some brilliant and beautiful ideas of the Haggadah, and I'm going to get us started with some of them so that Hopefully you'll be able to find a couple of things to say over, some themes and some ideas that many of them need to be developed further, but we'll try to just share a couple of uh, interesting horrors. The Gra had a number of minhagim, and I don't want to confuse anyone, um, and many of them we actually don't follow unless you follow Gra. but for example, um, he would make a bracha on the for Orchats, which is against everything we were taught, because we don't pask like the Gra. Um, we don't make a bracha. Additionally, he would eat a kazayas, which is the opposite. We'll see if we have time to talk about that. Um, but one of the things is that it said that his kos was surrounded by the kosas by, by of all of his um, family members. But the gro always surrounded his kosas, oftentimes with uh, with six other ones, and the coast in the middle was a seventh. But the very fascinating thing he writes is that the kala is revealed after, after seven brachas. What does that mean? So first, there's three brachas made, Yayin, Kiddush, and Zman, Shachianu. And then there's Anlithi Lassidayim, that's four. Then there's Bray Dhamma, which is on the uh, um, karpas that we eat. And then there's Asher Ga'olonu, which is a sixth one. Right? And then Bray Priyad again. And then that's when the kala is revealed. So obviously there's some idea of Kala Yisrael being the kala of Hashem, and that's what the matzah represents, um, Additionally, the Gra writes explicitly that one should not um, say that the reason that we're eating the egg is for a velus of Tishbav or any of those things. That's not at all what it is. It's Chagiga, um, which Chagiga, uh, because we're not allowed to eat things that are roasted, and so therefore we eat something uh, like the egg, which is the Chagiga, and the busar, the shank bone, is Zechel for the Pesach. That's what we're talking about. In the uh, Haggadah of the Gra, that again was put out by his Talmidim, um during in all the um steps of the Seder it always says the balabai should announce this step. So we know there's an idea of saying the fifteen uh steps out loud, or you know, Kaddish, Orchats, Karpas, etc., um, again, the Grah holds that you have a kazayas, that's what his Talmidim said over, and that's what it says in Maisar Rav. However, in his Beer on Shulchan Aruch, which is fascinating, in Simon Ayin Gimel, he, he seems to agree with the Shulchan Aruch, which is that you should not eat a kazayas. So it seems to be that his personal hanhaga was that he ate a kazayas, but he held not to confuse people, because the, the Iker Halacha is like the Shittas that say, um, n- uh, not to eat a kazayas, um, and also the Groh writes that you don't need, or as Talmidim wrote over, that you don't need something bitter for karpas, just something that's ha-dama, that's the main thing. The Groh has an entire Kabbalistic explanation of halach ma'anya, why we talk about the bread that is poor. And basically, uh, he says, halach ma'anya should be read hey ma'anya, it's the letter hey is the main culprit here. What does that mean? What's the difference between the word chametz and matzah? The only difference, they both have a memtzadi, chametz matzah, in them, however, uh, the chametz has a ches, and the matzah has a hay, And that hay is um, specifically poor. It's missing a little line, which prevents it from becoming a ches. And so this is the idea of Shemartim as a matzah, so the person has to be so careful because his, um, his matzah, his his matzahs, if not watched and done properly, could turn into chametz. The Graw explains that there's four people that are tzrichan lehodos, that have to give Hodal to Hashem, and these four are being are merames, in all that we're announcing that we say um, anybody that is hungry should come and eat. So for example, he says, um, there's some people that have that have nothing, they can't eat. So that's Kol Dichman, anybody that's sick, or anyone that is in need. That's like a Cholosh and a Srapa, a sick person who got better, he has to bench Gomo, so that's person number one. Then there's someone that has nothing at all, so that's Kol Ditzrich, the person that's in need, because he's Yerdei he has no access to any food whatsoever. And then there's um, someone that is in, in pain, um, because he was traveling, and so that is uh, someone that's in the uh, Midbar. And finally, the last one is uh, that he's in Sheba. he's in Ebed. So, for example, he's in, he's in jail, and so now we are, we are free. So, again, the whole idea of Pesach is that we are free, and we are free to serve Hashem, and we are no longer Avadim of The Gra explains also that there's this big theme of four throughout. You'd see us in Terayim. Well, first of all, there's the Dalad Kosos, but also there's the Dalad Gulos, there's four redemptions that Hashem brought to the Jewish people, and four kashas, and four sons, and um, also the Gemara says, the Yerushalmi says the Dalad Koshes are connected, four times it says the word kos in the Torah itself, which uh, we'll see if we have time to explain that by the story of Paro and Yosef. But also the Gruff says that there's four worlds. What does that mean? There's four time periods. One's Olam Haze. The other is Yemosah Mashiach. There's a separate one called Chiyasa HaMesim. And there's a separate one called Olam Haba. What does that mean? So first we make Kiddush. Kiddush is Olam Haze. Because what's the purpose of this world? The purpose of this world is to be Miskadesh, to elevate the world. Then comes Yemosah Mashiach. Which is Yitzias and tzrayim, that we're talking about. He made Tzaytzhar and Erod and the Flow, something that's going to be even greater than Yitzhias and tzrayim. That's Yemuzim Mashiach. And then there's Triyas HaMesim, which is a bracha that we make on the food that we eat, which is Sudas which, which is representing the matzah. And then the fourth thing is finally Olam Haba, and that's what we say, Hal HaGadl, that also like the gruff. Obviously, a, these are Sodas at Torah, but there's something very fascinating to me, which is just that the entire Hagaddah al-Pesach is representing the entire destiny of a Jewish people and our ultimate redemption. The Gross says one of his most famous and one of his, in my opinion, one of the most brilliant and fascinating pshatim about Manishtana. What's the question? He says the question is the following. If you think about it, this is very strange, because normally every other mitzvah has a mitzvah that we do during the daytime. There's no other mitzvah that is dafka at night. We have this mitzvah of and Yitzchreim and Chilas Matzah and Chilas Karim Pesach when the Manish was around. All this is at night. This is very odd, because um, the mitzvahs that we have, we shake lulav during the day, we wear tefillin during the day. All the mitzvos chiyuvahs, that a person has to do, um, if they, unless they apply at all times, um, they they apply during the day specifically shofar. So what is it's a very strange mitzvah that literally there's this do raisa or there's many do Risas in the time in the Big Dash of um Achilas Matzah and T and telling it over. Why is it done at night? And so the gross says that's a pshat. Manishtana, but the question is why is it different, right? Halayla hazeh, that this night is when we're doing everything. What's pshat? And also the word haze was is always used when you're pointing to something in daytime. So it's as, almost as if that this night has like a din, like a day, that, you, that it has all the halachas of a day, that, that, you, that this is when you're commemorating it. But that specifically is the answer. When Hashem took his out of Mitzrayim, and Laila Kiyom yair, that this night actually was a day. It was, a, it was, it was, it was considered like a day that Hashem guided us and and lit it up and cha- and changed the teva of the world in a in a way that this night became like a day. And so, therefore, we specifically commemorate that moment that Klal Yisrael went out that at midnight, Chatsia Laila. That specifically the um, the commemorative action here, that this night has a din-like day in certain ways, and that's how we fulfill the mitzvah, and remember the great Nisan that Hashem did for us. There's a brilliant pshat brought down, Mishem of Chaim V'Elazhin, beautiful, beautiful pshat, that he might have been gotten some of it from the grub, but there's, the Gemara says, L'Havi L'mos Mashiach, that we're going to mention, even at the time of Y'mos Mashiach. However, that's what that's that Gada brings down also, the Gemara and Bracha says, um, that he made says lemeretz tzidrim right in the flows means that the nisim that'll happen in lasalavo, um, they are going to be so much greater than the nisim of tzidrim that to a certain degree the nisim of tzidrim will almost be forgotten. So, um, so what? So the the the, the Rechaim asks, what's the pshat? Is the pshat that the nisim are going to be similar, or is the pshat that the nisim are going to outweigh what happened at the time of tzidrim? So says the Rechaim the biggest out in life. It's not just a pshat. It's a, it's a lesson in life. He says, the Gemara tells us that beniso, which has different meanings, but the simple understanding is that the person who experiences the miracle often takes it for granted and just doesn't even recognize it. So he says that when the Jews went out of Mitzrayim, they didn't even know what was going on. There was a battle raging in heaven, for example, that the angels were trying to kill the Jews. They said, obdevodazar, obdevodazar. Why are you saving these people? They're at the Memcheshari Toma. Memteshari Toma, they're bad they're acting inappropriate. They're just they're just as bad as the Egyptians. Why are you saving them? And yet the Ribbon Shalom saved his nation. And so the Pshat is that um, Avada says uh, says the Nisim of Yitzhia of of Yimos Mashiach will be many many fold greater than Yitzhak and will and will almost make it forgotten to a certain degree but the the parallel of how they will be the same is that just like in the time of Yitzhia and Tzirayim, the Jews were oblivious to many of the great Nisim that Hashem was doing to them and they just didn't get it they just didn't appreciate it until they really thought about it so too see, in, in the time of Mashiach the Jews will almost be oblivious to the great things that Hashem is doing as well and so that's that's the pshat. The Gra asks that well, we say Baruch We say it four times, and it's connected to the four sons: Baruch Hamakom, Baruch Hu, Baruch HaNasotole, Baruch. That even we have to praise Hashem, even no matter what kind of son person has, person should praise Hashem. But the Gra says, I don't understand because what is there to praise? How is there praise? How is there praise that comes from the Russia? But he brings down from Chazal that that in this world, anything a person does ends up praising Hashem. So even the Russia sometimes his actions are Niskadi Shem Shemayim as well. Not necessarily does he want it, but remember the word barach, Baruch who is is talking about Hashem indirectly. So lush and Nister, that even, even the Rashaim, hopefully sometimes will see Hashem and be able to praise Him, but sometimes their actions also, we know that the actions of Rashaim sometimes bring out the and Hashem as well. There's a very famous and beautiful kasha, which is that if you look at the question... There's a famous kasha, which is when you look at what the Russia says, right? He says, what are you guys doing? Um, but the Chacham seems to say the exact same thing. Right? He also says, He also excludes himself. So what's the Pshat? What's what's going on over here? So says the gross, I mean, brilliant. No, he says if you read it carefully. He, he calls it Hashem Elokeinu. He says, Hashem, Hashem is our God. I'm, I'm there, but it's Eschem. The Chacham is saying, but I feel distant. So that's a whole different statement than Ma Havodah Zos What are you doing and I have nothing to do with it. It's not my God. It's not my religion. That's the difference. So in Achanami, there is a very big similarity what they say. They also, they both exclude themselves from whether they say yours or not mine, but the Chacham is expressing that I know it's Hashem Elokeinu, I have the Bitaflon and the Rebant Hashem, there's an Enkel al-kenu. but now I'm asking Mikelokanu like the Chavetz Chaim says, first you say Enkel Elokeinu, there's no one like Hashem, then, then you ask, okay, so I'm part of that, I'm a Jew, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an Elish Jew, but, but then I, I have questions, or I'm, I'm, I feel distant, so how do I get closer? How do I understand Hashem? It's a whole different statement. And why is this relevant specifically on Pesach night i 've always said that this this grows vart that when you focus on the russia his attitude his body language is negativity his his attitude is i don 't want to have anything to do with this, so that 's why you 're hawkish you know that 's why you knock out his teeth but the Chacham is is longing for positivity. This is a night where our body language is the most important thing. we literally express. Things with the body we show the enthusiasm to our children, we show the bismanchi Iishmatzo Marbufanov we have props that 's part of education it's the body language that 's part of the lesson of the Haggadah. and so specifically it's it's the it's very nuanced but that 's exactly what it is it's when the Rasha makes his statement he's he's expressing with his body language and in in his words as well that I'm not interested in this religion. It's your, it's your avoda. It's your, it's your hard work. So then we punch out his teeth because that's the last resort. Maybe if we wake him up, he'll he'll change. But for the chacham, he's he is a chacham and he says no. It's Hashem alokenu. His body language is I want to be here. I'm at the seder. I'm interested. I want to learn, but I feel distant. That's a whole different thing. And it's Hashem, Elo, it's a It's our God. But yes, it, it feels like it's eschem. I want I want it to connect with me. So we we connect. What do we teach him? We teach him the the first thing we say. Is we teach him? The, it says you, you should teach him the laws of Pesach, the Afikomen. What's the Afikomen? Why specifically that law? Because what's the Afikomen? It's that you take the the taste of Pesach, the lessons of Pesach, and it's the last thing that goes that 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 you experience, and it's supposed to carry you throughout the whole year. Just like we know at the end of Yom Kippur, we have Hashem Holo those tefillos that we scream out. When we recognize after a whole El, and a whole asarimet tshuva and a whole long day of Yom Kippur, we, we we see it. We see we feel Hashem. So too after the seder, we burst out in song and Shir Ashirim. So, so happy we are to be the servants of Hashem, the connected Al-Lu Hashem, connected to the Yisrael This privilege that He gave us to be His nation, and and we want that to You do There's nothing else that you shouldn't mess up your the, the, the taste in your mouth. You should carry pesach with you. That's the biggest lesson that will teach the chacham how to live life and how to be happy the Grub brings a couple of rise for his earlier theme about the question being, why are we celebrating at night? And if you look, the Grub says, asa hashem li. so in that Pasuk also, the Grub says that, um, the Pasuk says, talabincha bayom hahu lemar. So again, that's another proof that you're, we know the mitzvah is at night, but yet it calls, the Torah itself calls it day. And so we see that the, the night of Pesach, so to speak, has this halacha almost, has this fascinating aspect to it that it's like day, and again, the idea is that in the night there's uh, the night represents distance and lack of clarity, but this night represents all the amud and bitachan of the entire nation, part of that theme is part found in that's what's, what has stood up for us, the promise that Hashem would never forsake us and says the Gra. during the daytime we say, avaraba. Hashem has immense love for us. But at night, we say avas olam. He has eternal love for us. So the Gra explains this in Mishle as well, but in the, the Agatha, this is written down from his Talmud, Rebbenachim uh, Mendel Misaklov, that he heard from his Rebbe, that what's the pshat? The pshat is that in the morning time, So everything's good. Life is good. So Hashem says, okay, well, you're treating me with with a little bit of bitachin. Things are good. You have clarity. So you're not running towards me and connected to me deeply. So, okay, I have a tremendous, I have a tremendous love for you. But at nighttime, when it's dark, and you're still following me, and you're still latching on to me, and you're turning to me for help. That's Avas Olam. Now you know that I'm here for you eternally. And that is the greatest thing that in in Haggabah, uh, Boker yeah, we could, say, we could sing Hashem's praise when it's light. But when we know throughout the generations, throughout the challenges, we still remember that Hashem is there for us. We remember Yitzhak and tzoram, We remember the lessons. That's the ultimate power that we have as a Jewish nation. We talk about the affliction that the Egyptians um, hurt the Jewish Vayaris and Yendus who preaches preach this is the separation between man and wife that the Egyptians tried to evoke. Nonetheless, we were still productive. Like it says Vayar lokim, it's when like lokim. says the grudges because it's a private matter that only Hashem knows. It's something between only that only Hashem is aware of, that, that um, affliction. But not only that, but Chazal tells us that there's th- three things that stand a person up. That's um, his children, his spouse, and his house. They expand one's mind. A person feels safe and secure in this world with those things in a healthy way. And the Jews tried to... The, the Egyptians tried to afflict the Jewish people and those three specifically. And that's amolenu lachatzenu. And that's specifically what we're mentioning here, but they tried to not give us a safe place to live. They tried to take away our children and they tried to withhold our spouses from us. But the Jewish women pushed themselves forward, which is what the mirrors were all about. What's up, shot in the mirror? A mirror is... When a person reflects someone, that's the greatest connection they could have in a relationship. It means I understand you, I hear you, I can listen to you. That's the shot in the mirror of it. The connection that a person has for intimacy and closeness is that someone could reflect me and understand me. And all the nourishkeit that people chase after is a desire to have that reflection, which is not there because it's, it's all perversion. But it's in a healthy relationship. There's a tremendous reflection and a validation that's there. It's an interesting source to know about Koshal Elio. So, the, this is brought down from a Talmudim that uh, the Yerushalmi Sachim says that there's four Kosos connected to the of um but there's another one which is Vavesi, uh, which is the Asad Lavo, that G'Ula. And so, the Pshat in the Koshal Elio, uh, in case you heard it, it's it's from him, I believe. I don't know any other source for it, although I'm sure there are other people that bring it down. But it's specifically the kosher Elio, which is that we're waiting for Mashiach to come to bring the vevesi part. The Grub points out that we break up hal. We say half the hal, then we say shavuch mascha and then we say the other half. What's the shot that we break it up? It's very odd. But he says it's specific to Pesach because the first half of hal, if you look carefully, it's talking about the gula from Mitzrayim. But the second half, that's talking about our general Gullahs our general uh, redemptions, and also the redemption loss of And so that's why when we break it up, um, we go back to Shvokha mascha, which is the Geula the Shlema that we're asking for. That's what we're, that's what we're looking for. The Menachem um, Mendel brings down that he heard from the Grah, his Rebbe, that in the Adzer um, lucha liturgy, so we say... Uh, basically the Dalit spheres are there because we say lacha ulacha, lacha kilacha, right? So all those lachas to you, God. So basically, it's the if you count them, there's six of them, which is um the six directions up, down, right? Lacha ulacha is up and down. Lacha kilacha is Mizrah Marav. Lacha Aflacha is Safan and Darum. Lacha Hashem Hamam Lacha. That's the seventh, which is uh, Kiel Hashem Hamlucha. And again, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to um be Mamelch Hashem on this night of Pesach. So those are Kabbalistic ideas but the main idea is that the entire purpose of Pesach is to recognize the Rebun Uh We know f- a famous thing about Chad Gadya, B'Shem the Grah and Revolba Zatzal um, excuse me or Brevda Zatzal or Shlomo Brevda Zatzal has an entire peerish just on Chad Gadya based on the Grah which is fascinating um, but I'll just say over a couple of quick haras. So the Grah says that it refers to the night that Yitzchak uh, offered to give a brachas to Yaakov thinking that it was Esav and so the um, and Abba betrays Zuze is that uh, Yitzhak was trying to give the brachas, but the Izim that that uh, Yaakov brought um, and covered himself in is what is what tricked him to uh, uh, what's it called is what tricked Yitzhak into giving the brachas to Yaakov. There's many, many pshatim in this there is one fascinating pshat which is not Basham the Grah, but I wanted to share this as well, which is just that when it says that the stick came and it hit the dog so we see in, in Shmuel Aleph so it says that um, Goliath came and he was mecharif Megadif Hashem, and he challenged any warrior who would come fight him. And eventually David Malch came and fought him, and he's and he comes out. David comes out to fight with a with a stick. And Galilee says, do you think I'm a dog that you came to hit me with a stick? So again, this is being marames to that victory as well. And what's the shot in that victory? And David Amalekh said, it's not me. It's that the Reboni Shalom is the one that's fighting the wars. And that's the ultimate victory that we have. That when we have, when we take our stick and we say, Reboni Shalom, I'm doing your Heshtadlis, and that's it. I know it's 100% you. Then we could destroy that dog. Of course, the dog is also marames to the Znus of Arpa, his mother who uh, was with a hundred men in Kelab Echad, which shows, again, how much a person could fall, like Ruchanash Levitt says, how much a person could fall from a Ruchnius when when they were exposed to uh, Rus and Ami and they come so close to Kedush, but they don't use it. It's the same thing. It's a dangerous time when we're inspired the Pesach Seder. We have to make sure that we, like the, like the Ramban writes, that you have to take the love and you have to turn it into something solid. You have to solidify it. And that's why we sing Sherashir, we solidify that love. So at night, we're trying to think about ways to uh, make sure that we carry on the lessons of the Haggadah and that we bring the inspiration in not just words, but in action. Just one other example is that when the Tura, the the shar, the ox comes, so the grah says that this refers to Edom, who is considered the um, ox, and Esav with his shar, his um, tammach which is the same gematria of shar, and it says um, that uh, the the Egil is used in, in, in that term, and the Basinish was destroyed because of three things, right? Ma right hever, which is avodazara, mave is gila rise and shuichas damim. And uh, bar, which is a bayasheni, that was destroyed because of chen- sinas chinam. That's what a bar is. It's an empty thing that destroys people. And uh, also the gru says that Tre Zuze could also refer to um, lechem and azidat dashem. That was how uh, Yaakov was able to buy the brachos. Um, just a couple of minhagim of the Grah. There's a very famous thing that brought down a miserav that right after Pesach, he was mocked to eat chametz. And again, he did this, obviously, when it was bought back or uh, when he was able to get hold of it. It's the earliest time he was able to get hold of it. And the reason is because he was trying to show that He only was mafrish from, from Hametz because the Rebona Shalom has But now that it's over, he's not mafrish from it anymore. And uh, the Sefer of Menucha and Kedusha, that were uh, Yisrael, uh, Yisrael Mupanovich, he writes that um, one time he um, one of his relatives hid by the Grah and he wanted to know what the Grah did after the Seder. And he saw, and this is, again, this Minag is Minag Qaddam, but he saw the Vilnagon, after the Seder, started saying Shir with tremendous divakus, and, um, and the Grah was connecting with the Rebundashlam, and his body went limp. He was literally, like, in a spiritual state. And, um, and this man um, who was watching thought he was going to die because of the holiness that he saw in the Grah. And the Grah actually has a purish on Shir Shirim, uh, which has some very, very beautiful ideas as well. Um, just in reading through the Psukkim and seeing the, the greatness. But the main thing is, one of the things that Rav Gifter writes about Shir Shirem, is a tremendous lesson that the Grah and other Mepharshim Rashi himself brings this out in Shir Shirem, is that the ultimate love, that just like Shir Shirem describes the ultimate love between man and woman, but the truth is that it's really describing something even deeper. It's describing the connection that Kali Yisrael has with Hashem, the immense divikas and closeness that we have with the Ribbon and Shalom. And we should be zocha to take all the lessons of the of Pesach and of the Agada and the Gon and they should inspire us to be greater people and they should carry us throughout the whole year when we have our moments of being lacking and, and coming close to Hametz and instead try to be Makadish ourselves uh, to become Matzah to be in our Shemar T'mes to be zealous in our Shemir HaMitzvos and, and to fulfill all that we all the, all the inspiration to take it with us and to live in a real, real way with integrity and tremendous of HaMayim and growth Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at Parshathemes.com.